When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. And this is The Cinemile, the podcast where we walk home from the movies. Today we are going to see the new Warner Brothers movie called Wonka. The tale, the prequel origin story of Willy Wonka. Yeah. Kathy, how are you feeling about this? It's one of those movies where I feel like I've been hearing about it for years and years, and now that it's here, I'm like, well, it's a big Christmas movie. Um, Is it a Christmas movie though? Hey, let's no, let's you know not get I mean? into that. It's the big no, it, it's not a Christmas movie. It's the movie, that's uh, sure, the big yeah, cinema yeah, yeah. movie over Christmas. So I'm excited to bring the kids. They love. Well, our older one loves Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and he loves Roald Dahl. Um, and then I heard that it was from the director of Paddington, which has given me a lot of hope. So while I, I would have said like six months ago I, did, I couldn't have cared less about this film, now I'm actually, I am excited to go and see it as like a family event and because obviously the Paddington movies are so good. I tell you what, I, uh, I only discovered this information ten minutes ago <laughs> and I had, not only did I not have an interest in this movie, I had an, an active disinterest in this movie. Uh, I tell you my feelings towards this this whole thing has just been one of just just like I guess unfair, I have an unfair biased bias towards just like the idea of a Willy Wonka prequel and Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka just the whole thing just look just and maybe it's the aftertaste of the Tim Burton Johnny Depp I think thing Tim Burton or maybe for us Johnny yeah. Depp as Willy Wonka like I just think that's kind of ruined it for us and I think it also feels like. Like I kind of eye roll when I'm like, oh, it's just another of the same franchise. But actually, it is an original thing. It's not. Yes, I believe this is this isn't based on an adaptation. Yeah, this an is and this is another. And now I'm super excited because I'm like Paul King, writer director of Paddington One and Two, like two of the greatest films ever made. Um, has, family film. has written this with the co-writer of Paddington Two and is directing it. I mean that is incredibly encouraging so now I'm super pumped and excited and I think the Timothy Chalamet thing what's his name Chalamet thing is he's been incredibly overhyped but and I don't really know him but then when I watched Dune (laughs) I thought he was really good so I have no like I just see him out with Kardashians and stuff and that's the kind of thing where you're like it's distract. His infamy is distra- a distraction. Yes. And actually, it's got nothing to do with that acting ability. I tell you, so I, I want to judge him on this film, and not all that stuff. But what I'm just desperately hoping he doesn't do is a Gene Wilder impersonation. I think fair play to it. It's some. It's some job to take this on. I also have the same feeling towards Timothy Chalamet, where I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything except Dune. Dune. Yeah, but I feel like he is. Oh no, he was in that. Everywhere. Jennifer- no, he was in that thing about the what was that? that thing with Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio he was briefly in that that uh, 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, oh, that was barely <laughs> yeah the thing, thing that everyone that. hated the uh, end of the world thing. Don't look up. So I liked the, it. The um the no, so did I. But um but I feel like he's 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 got that Pete Davidson effect where yeah. he's incredibly just like oh we're all overexposed to him in terms of culture, and 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 I seem to have been put off him because of that, and that's incredibly unfair. Yeah, it's unfair. And I agree. I I, I liked him in Dune. So, so yeah, we, yeah, I'm going in go with an fresh. open mind here. But the kids are really excited. So and like you know brilliant to be bringing the kids to the cinema two weeks in a row because we want to see Wish last week. I know yeah now so we, we need to go and get our kids because obviously we, we we sometimes try and get them to come out and talk on the podcast with us it generally ends in chaos it's just too chaotic yeah and, so we and decided we not to, to bother and our kids are at, uh, at the age now uh, where you know if we put a microphone in front of them or we you know we try to record video messages for their cousins and thing, all that comes out is uh Poo poo wee poo wee wee poo poo butthole um, and all this kind of stuff. So and and that's Nobody needs maybe to hear. that is the kind of podcast you guys want, um, <laughs> but I don't don't think so. So yeah, we're gonna go solo on this one, but we will tell you, you know, what our kids thought of it on the other side. So Bye. we'll see you shortly. I've spent the past seven years traveling the world perfecting my craft. You see, I'm something of a magician, inventor, and chocolate maker. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that. Reverse it. Mr. Wonka, I can see you're a man of great ingenuity. What are you doing? I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. Many people have come here to sell chocolate. They've all been crushed by the chocolate cartel. You can't get a shop without selling chocolate, and you can't sell chocolate without a shop. No daydreaming. What are we gonna do, Willie? Huh? 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 A double hump. Do you have a pencil and paper? Uh-huh. I got an idea. So there's chocolate, and there's chocolate. Only one makes it. your eyes pop out, there's chocolates. This is uh, why our neighbours love us. <laughs> we did check. We checked that there was nobody no around before we did that. Um, so we're, we're, we're back. We have seen... Um, Wonka, um, we have driven home and dropped the dropped the kids off safely. Safely. Uh, <laughs> safely. The kids are safe, and now we're out for a we're out for a walk. So a little bit. I'll tell you. Normally on the cinema, uh, if it's your first time, firstly there are no spoilers until we get to Spoiler Street. But also, you know, this is normally our we come out of the cinema, flip on the recorder, and it's our instant reaction. Um, but you know, we had a little bit of extra time here, dropping the kids back and getting them settled, and we have since. In that short period, <laughs> we stuck the Wonka soundtrack we've listened on. To the whole soundtrack in in the car and listened to it again in the kitchen, and we've listened to the whole thing through. And my God, this it's is incredible! An instant, instant classic. This is and and it's discovered in the credits because I was like, who wrote these songs? It was Neil Hannon, um, um, Irish man, and uh, you know, uh, most pro- probably best known for heading up the Divine Comedy. Um, and what an incredible wow. job he has done! I had- when I tell you I had shivers <laughs> down my spine watching so this film, good. it's rare to sit in front of a film and feel like this is so confident and the musical numbers are so good that this movie could be 40 years old. Yes. Like, I. It feels like it feels, an established It feels classic. like a modern classic kids, just, just got birthed. The kids were gobsmacked. And it's interesting because we went to see Wish last weekend, which they both really liked. This is a different planet of a reaction from the kids. Like mouth open like shocked like as soon as the film ended they're like who's your favourite character who what songs do you like like sing they were singing the songs on the way home like they'd absorbed the lyrics already yeah. um, but also from my perspective wow. 
it is you know I, I thought Wish was good and I liked it but when you see th- when this comes out and you're just like that's how it's done this is jumping like, off the screen this is like the songs in, in this are Chalamet. just Oh, and, all right. So let's talk about that. So firstly, it's clear we liked it. Um, we loved, loved it. Lo- I loved Love. this movie. I would go and watch Tim- it again right now. Tim- yes, yeah, same. I would walk right back in happily. Listening to the soundtrack was like reliving it, and it was just. The kids said they want to go again. Joyous. We might go again over Christmas. But um, yes, Timothy Chalamet. So I think um, you know we spoke earlier before we went in about the Shalom, Shalom, the Chalamet bias, the Shalom bias. Um, no, it wasn't a bias. It was just no, a wariness. No, I had an absolute bias. Every I time I saw a picture of him dressed as Willy Wonka, I thought this is just like I hate this, and I don't know why. And I, and I, I must. I'm, and but now having seen the movie, the, all that has been dispelled because I think he did a fantastic job. Not only did he do a great job, he's kind of he he's kind of an inspired casting choice because he's the right age. I looked up who who else was in the mix. Um, and it's an interesting there were three other people considered mm-hmm. by Warner Brothers uh, Donald Glover which I think I think he would have been an interesting be really choice really good but um, he's a bit old I think because it's supposed to be again, him and yeah, he's like a he's, teenager he's 40 basically. like um, he's too old and um, who else uh, Ryan Gosling again would like too old but also like, obviously he'd be amazing what a year then, he'd have had but if it was, it was kind of silly, like, he would own all the songs of the year he's too old and he's also, too old he's Ken like, he can't be in another musical exactly. this year and that the other one is um, <laughs> Ezra Miller <laughs> which this is five years oh, ago Jesus. was in the mix um, so Timothy Chalamet yeah perfect age for this because I think um, he's basically playing like a 19, 20 year old Wonka. Yeah, but, but, but also the, the, the sort of childhood enthusiasm that Willy Wonka maintains into old age is very kind of creepy and disturbing on a Gene Wilder <laughs> or a Tim Burton. And that, that is, to be fair, what kind of made that character very interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I mean Johnny Depp. Um, but I always found that kind of, and, and with Gene Wilder, it was always this like childlike sort of darkness and he made it interesting Johnny Depp just went completely overboard and yeah. made him Michael Jackson and it was just yeah. creepy but on, on a younger man um, firstly it just kind of it works he's a lot closer to childhood and also he's a daydreamer what I, what Oscar I, said to me which I couldn't believe I'm so proud of our kid interpreting a film like this when we left he said to me so it's a film about daydreaming that's what he said about the film yeah that's lovely. and it is it's about a young guy dreaming about his life ahead of him with like all the optimism that a world of imagination will give you and it totally makes sense with the later Gene Wilder we're scrapping we're not even mentioning Johnny Depp totally makes sense with the later Gene Wilder it makes sense with the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory book but it's entirely its own story and he's a different person because he's younger and and they give him an, an emotional wonderful. arc but, the, but so the other thing I really liked about Timothy Chalamet's performance is that it's like surprisingly restrained. Yeah, very. Restrained. Don't you think so? Yeah. Like, like, because the because the inclination I w- and I think I expected this whenever I saw this is maybe why I was off put by because it's the pictures. Costume. Yeah, and I'm like, oh god, this is going to be another like ni- up to ninety over the top performance a la Johnny Depp. But actually, it's incredibly restrained. He's like. He's he's got the, the 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 weirdness and the quirkiness, but it's expressed, I think I think very subtly. Mm-hmm. But what he brings to it is a, like an an emotional sort of angle, which was like exp- like somebody he comes into this city with a naivety, but a, but an Paris eagerness. And he's like, I'm and, gonna be a chocolatier. Yeah, and like, as yeah. If, as if you could just do that. And straight away, there's an open. This isn't a spoiler, but there's an opening number which expresses 
him arriving in a new city and just his his coins dwindling away in the matter of one song. Yeah. And that by the end of that song, and this is what five minutes into the movie, I was like, I I'm in. I I like, like this we guy. We turned to each and other. I want him to succeed. And we were just like, wow. Yeah. After the first <laughs> like after the first musical number, I was like. Oh, we're here. The movie's this good already. Yeah, and, and but it's like not confidence. only it, not only it doesn't even maintain that standard, it exceeds it that standard. Yeah. I I think this is just a tremendous movie. Unbelievable other characters. So his friend Noodle, 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 Apple Strudel. Some that, people do. And don't and some, some people doodle. doodle. Kids are obsessed with that one. Them. The wordplay oh, in these the songs world, all is the world play incredibly is. We're gushing. Good. We're not even giving up. I mean, how do you rhyme? He rhymes chocolate <laughs> with a million made-up words, and it's I could not like. He's like chocolate. What's your confidence, skyrocket? <laughs> and put some chocolate in your pocket. Oh, so uh, so good. Noodle, I love her. I She's love wonderful. Film. I love how diverse it is. Like it's funny because we were watching Home Alone with the kids the other day, which they loved as well, and um. We were just like, there's not a single non-white person in Home Alone. Like, it's really jarring when you watch old films. And I can't really remember the original Charlie and Chuck Factory, but I feel like it was the same. This film is just so diverse. I just love all the characters in it. But that's not why I love Noodle. She's just a phenomenal actress. She's a brilliant singer. Like, her voice, like, she is a better singer than Timothy Chalamet. Yes. That's not a criticism of him. He's a brilliant singer. She's just like... Oh, she's gifted. She's a gifted singer. Yeah, yeah. Her voice is so beautiful and so pure. She is so wonderful. This is like young friend. I guess she's maybe like eleven. Um, I loved all of their scenes together. But, but again, then, imagine imagine like Ryan Gosling having a relationship with a child. Um, it's it, just it, it's a friendship. Like, sorry, I mean you he know. He feels like her peer. Exa- like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think he comes across. I don't know what age he is in real life, but he comes across as very young in this film. Now I know it was shot a few years ago as well. And then you just have these incredible like other cast members like Olivia Coleman. Oh, the supporting cast is so Hugh Grant so as the Oompa Loompa is the most wonderful casting. And it's funny because our kids don't know Hugh Grant like I do, like romantic hero that I used to love. I'm like to the kids, that's the baddie from Paddington too. Like they know him as an old man in <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids yeah, yeah, films. Yeah. And I love that different generational view of like the same actor. And he's wonderful in it as well. Uh, it was just so it's, it's, good. That's inspired casting. I love the three chocolatiers. Yes, I'm. Not, I'm not the biggest fan of Matt Lucas, uh, but he doesn't kind of get. He was the and, and actually, a few it. of his jokes didn't land for me. I thought they were a bit weird. Um, but, but yeah, we were just. But he was fine. Look, it didn't. We're incoherent here. The film is about. It's a prequel to Wonka. He arrives in Paris and he wants to set up a chocolate shop. And uh, do you, I don't think it's Paris. I've just looked it up. It's, it's, it's supposed to be some. Uh, I, no, I think it's like some non-disclosed Bavarian city. Oh, okay. Uh, now correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I, I don't think it's a like a specific. I don't think it was specific either. Location. I just interpreted it as Paris, but it's that kind of feel about it. But it's really whimsical and glorious, and like looks like it's set in the past, and it's really colourful, like you'd expect. And basically, he encounters some bad guys. Uh, Olivia Coleman being a brilliant bad guy, he makes a lot of friends in this lovely friendship group, and then it kind of follows his journey as he tries to sell chocolates in the city. And yeah. that's really the plot that we should have actually started this in- this uh, review of, but we got yeah, sorry. excited. <laughs> just, um, just so, I'm beaming. I'm buzzing. I'm, I'm like, absolutely buzzing. Absolutely. What so a happy. surprise this movie it's was. It's like the joy of cinema and just seeing it with our kids was so special. I'd go and see it again by myself. I've usually texted like all my family being like, you have to go and see Wonka. Yeah. Should we 
I think we've we've gushed over it. We think everyone should go and see it. I love this kind of big. I think this is the time of year where you should always have like a really good like big family movie to go and see. This is it. You don't need to be with kids at all. It's for any age. Um, but like our kid who's nearly four loved it. So that's as young as you can actually go with it. Now, now we should say though, he, uh, Elliot, our youngest. A little bit restless. He was restless, yeah. But he Which loved he, it. He didn't have in Wish, but Wish was a bit Wish shorter cartoon, as though. well. And it's a cartoon. Like live action doesn't hold young, very the, young kids' attention. There were a few months. Yeah, he, he was a bit sort of up in his seat a bit. Yeah. And, but like, yeah, but Oscar, our six-year-old was. Gobsmacked. Enthralled. He had his mouth open at one point. But the, in fairness to Elliot, though, like the three, nearly four-year-old, when the songs were on, he was oh in, yeah, like, he was in. Trance. I mean, but they like, were so good. Just, but he kept he, he kept he kept turning to me. He asked the the most crucial question anyone can ask about a musical, and he doesn't have a whole lot of experience with musicals. Why, Daddy? Why? Why are all those people singing? <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> they just are. Um, yeah. He expects it in a cartoons, but the little live action he's seen maybe hasn't had that. Um, but it was so sweet and um, when as soon as we got home the other thing Elliot wanted to do was watch more Oompa Loompa videos because he's obsessed so we were watching the old Oompa Loompa videos on YouTube which only totally stand up now one other thing that I'm going to get to before we get to Spoiler Street was just the score of this film it's not just the music they tease World of Pure Imagination which is obviously yeah, Willy Wonka's from the song off, which is honestly one of my favourite songs of all time I know I remember thinking that one I, yeah. I was like Dave loves this song Anyway, that's teased beautifully throughout the score and uh, it's really beautiful, the use of that song as well and the score and the kind of throwbacks to the kind of original movie. Yeah, and we won't speak too much about it, but you get you get a bit of the Oompa Loompa song and the pure yeah. imagination. It does feel very much like it's a direct tie to the Gene Wilder movie. 100%. Which is an interesting one because... Um, that's you know I don't think Roald Dahl wasn't a fan of that well wasn't that um, am I wrong on this but I believe the original book was called Charlie and Choc- Chocolate Factory but that movie's called Willy Wonka and the Chocolate and the cho- Factory yeah correct so and, that movie and also him more. it's in America which is you know I used to hate he, that as he a wasn't kid. happy about any of that I used to hate as a kid that Roald Dahl stuff was in America I get past that yeah. now now this is in some sort of nondescript European just, city with various accents but actually really yeah matter. let's talk about that because I found that a really interesting approach this sort of and it fits well with Matt Paul King's sort of magical realism world where yeah this felt like just an interesting blend of and you German, Parisian, yeah, English and, 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 and sorry sorry, the, Keegan-Michael Keyes in this is the chief of police and just has a straight up New York accent for that. no reason and, when and you, I'm like um, this is great you had to leave to bring Elliot out of the loo but um, Sally Hawkins shows up and she's got a uh, fake Irish accent oh so his is mom she is Irish? Irish is she Irish? I don't think oh, so okay. it didn't sound right but it was definitely an Irish accent uh, so I know I, I missed a Irish. crucial bit of like b- backstory. Yeah, you did miss that. <laughs> it was lovely. Um, anyway, right, we are going to Spoiler Street now for Wonka. Okay, before we go to Spoiler Street, though, we're going to take a very quick little ad break here. Okay, so full spoilers now for Wonka. You have been warned. And don't and the- listen because you're like, oh, I know Willy Wonka. I know the story. Actually, don't listen to this. Go and watch it, even if you think, "Oh well, I know," because I would like the story really surprised me. Yeah, I knew nothing, yeah. and and from the first 15, 20 minutes, I was like, "This is interesting." It's like domestic servitude, not even domestic. It's just like it's like modern slavery, right? It was just very interesting. It was thing, very first much, way I think, for it to in go the, in the kind of Dickensian tradition of like a workhouse. Yeah, and yeah, it really yeah. fits in this scrub, a lot scrub, of, <laughs> scrub, scrub. A lot of it fit in kind of visually with like the Paddington prison stuff. It had a real feel to me of like Oliver Twist oh, or yeah. something. And I really yes. enjoyed that aesthetic of it. 
I just love every bit the of... The set designs were so good, weren't the they? The set designs are so good. I love that, like, at his core, Willy Wonka is an inventor. And I love when he... Like the heist where he comes up with the whole plan where he's going to escape oh my God, the laundry. The heist is so funny. And he's invented five hundred silent just... chocolate obsessed monks. Oh, this is so <laughs> like, weird. What like, a sentence! I love how Rowan Atkinson always shows up and just gets the best little roles and things, yeah. and then goes out again. That whole plot, like the whole police chief, they've got chocolate under the city. They're bribing people. They've got a cartel. Like that was so fun. I want to yeah. make one point that I didn't. The only thing in this film I didn't like was. I don't like when actors are in fat suits and I don't like fat jokes. And this film did both. I understand the point that they were bribing the uh, police chief with chocolate, but I think the effect could have been his face is covered in chocolate, like the gag when he opens the car door and all the rappers come out. Like I kind of got that. I don't think the joke should ever be that someone is fat. And I didn't like that. It's the only bit of the film I didn't like. Yeah. I, that's it. Yeah, I know. That's a tricky one. And at, anyway, that aside, I love. I mean, the look, whole I gotta say, him. I gotta say, I, I, I found that funny, and I laughed. But I, I agree. That's potentially insensitive. Because there's to people it's not who even are. Insensitive. But, but also, I just don't, no, it's not insensitive. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think someone being fat's a joke. Oh, I see. I see. The joke it was that he. But isn't too that, many chocolate. But it's the output of him eating too much chocolate. Yeah, right? but, yeah, yeah. but there's other ways of demonstrating that output. Because it is funny that he ate like. 10,000 boxes Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah But I just felt like That was just unnecessary That was a good song as well When that they were trying so To negotiate good. with him You know 100 song. boxes Yeah, that was amazing <laughs> um, And I love when um, I He love, was fantastic He was so good I love the, you know You never had chocolate like this Oh, and that's he, my favourite song That sequence Because we hear that earlier In the song and In yeah. the film And then we hear In this incredible sequence Where he's jumping in and out Of the trains of the city Oh, so good He's like doing magic tricks but then the police chief the choreography is amazing in the three chocolatiers he even says to them in that but you've never had chocolate like this and they're like we know and they're all eating it like everyone's like, like our this kids is... are like we want to taste Wonka chocolate so bad I went online to try and buy it because you used to have there used to be a Wonka brand chocolate yeah. by Nestle no, they, no there's still a thing it's gone oh stop really couldn't find it yet oh, now no. I'd be surprised if someone doesn't bring it out again off the yeah. back of this you, yeah you can buy like the everlasting gobstoppers but they're not in this film so right, I don't right, there's right. any point but yeah, just the whole heist thing, escaping from the laundry thing, the whole subplot about Noodle and her family. So beautiful. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. When she and, finds and but her also mom. him him learning to read and then eventually like using that power to find her mom oh my God. in the ledger. So good. Lovely touch And I, I love mean, when I was... she comes in on the chocolate song and goes, Well, there's literate. And illiterate. And then she's like, can you read this? And he goes, no, not, not a, a bit, bit of it. it. Um, this podcast is us just singing. The other bit is like, I love the stuff with him and his mom, which you missed, where she was basically like every birthday, she'd like get one bean of every, she'd buy one bean of chocolate. And eventually she'd make him a bar every year for his birthday with Wonka on it. And the last Real bar, shades of Charlie there. Real shades of and Charlie. And his grandpa. Yeah. And the last bar she made him before she died, he never opened. And she had said to him, he's like, what's the secret of your chocolate? And she said, you know, I'll tell you when you're older and someday when you've got your own chocolate shop, I'll be there with you. So kind of throughout the film, he kind of thinks that when he opens the chocolate shop, his mom will be there. And he's really upset when that doesn't happen. And then at the very end of the movie, he finally opens his bar and it says... Oh, it's lovely. The secret is, 
enjoy it with people you love. It's not about you know, it was. In, it's not about the chocolate. It's about the people who you share the people it with. You share it with, and then he breaks off a cube is, for each of his friends, and I like I just lost. That's, that I mean, it's incredibly saccharine, but by that point in the movie, it sells. It, totally it works. works so well, and I and I was bawling. And then he sees her, and in the crowd, Ow. and she blows a. Oh, just hit myself into a tree. in the face with an um, umbrella. They Ow. see you okay. Yeah. They see each other in the crowd, and she's like blows him the kiss or whatever and it's just so beautiful and I thought that whole message as well for kids is it is about it's not about what you it's not about a secret ingredient and I think in life people always try for that it's like I just need this or I just need that and I'll be happy and and she's saying no it's about the people it's not about the thing whatever that thing would be that's so much of life I mean my dad always used to say that it's not about life is about people yeah like and anything in life is like music is best shared with people yeah. anything is like now, a movie can like I, this to see I think everyone should see it in the cinema because it would still be delightful at home but oh you want to see this on the big screen yeah. like the, the sets are so yeah. the choreography the music this is the an example of just everything working in symphony and everyone firing at their best yeah. like this movie doesn't put a foot wrong now I'll I, I will give it a minor nitpick on this on that point on the um, the ending and this is so minor and, and can be easily explained away but w- what threw me a bit was that I love that sentiment it's not about the chocolates but the people you share it with and then he's made all these friends along the way beautiful lovely end to this movie but as a prequel to Willy Wonka it, do- it doesn't quite work because what, who were the man and, and maybe a lot changes in the next few decades for him clearly it does but in Willy Wonka, you're presented with a man, a lonely, old man. Who, lonely old man who is isolated, never comes out of his chocolate factory, yeah, and has and about... has to run a competition to find a successor. Now, there's two things though. One, you're talking about someone who's arguably 18 to someone who's arguably 50. Yeah. So you don't know what goes on in someone's life. Sure. Secondly, though, and that's the, the film does not finish on him opening a chocolate shop. Crucially, it opens on him opening a factory. Yeah. He never goes and revisits the shop thing. Yeah. So he's already moved into factory mode. Which is in and, in and of itself more, already you're, you're, one you're a bit more removed. Yeah, you're already okay, removed yeah, yeah. from the customer. He's kind of feels like he's he's sorted noodles problems. He's left everyone. They're all going back to their own jobs and their own people. Like he's not. That's true. So maybe he just life. never gets a friendship group again. I don't know. Who knows what goes on? Um, but you know what I mean. It's, I anyway, it's a it minor nitpick, nitpick, and it does when he, get explained. When away. at the end he walks into the factory, I honestly never expected them to play pure imagination. Uh, and why not? I people people are too be, afraid to lean into the nostalgic yeah, stuff. I thought it was just going to be teased in the score. They'd earned it. They really earned it. He's a lovely voice for it. Like he sings. Like he's actually a better singer than Gene Wilder. Oh. I know because I went back and then listened to the Gene Wilder one. I'm out of control on it. Uh, he's a lovely sweet voice for it I almost think and this is maybe me just thinking too much about it because I'm obsessed but I think like he saved his best vocal for that song like I'd say he put a lot of work into singing that song he just to me when you listen back to the soundtrack yeah because it's like a high register isn't it's it just, I just felt like he put the most emotion into it yeah. I could be imagining it was a wonderful end him and the Oompa Loompa I just thought what a perfect script yeah, and also, do you know what? It's very we've seen we see a lot of bad prequels as really well bad prequels. in in cinema, and this should also be applauded for doing that job incredibly effectively because it doesn't over egg. Um, it uses just the right amount of nostalgia. It doesn't rely on it. I th- I would say the originality of this outweighs the nostalgia tenfold. Oh, 100 percent. And also and to your point about it needing to be young, and to my point about there's like a thirty year gap then. It's okay. It doesn't have to all line up with the real yeah, film exactly. or the original film because loads of time will have passed and who knows. Whereas when a prequel often like exactly tries to just signpost every single thing that you're going to see later, 
Exactly. I.e. I.e. How did Han Solo get his name or and like, his gun? Let's I'm like, have Charlie's grandparents <laughs> when they were young be in the exa- story. Exactly. That you know would have been mean? a bad like, move. All yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff that we don't need. Whereas this setup that he loves inventing, loved his little chocolate machine, by the way. I love like him going to take giraffe milk, like all that mad stuff. Um, he loves it, he loves inventing. He's obsessed with making the best chocolate in the world. He's like befriended this Oompa Loompa. And he is mad, like he's quirky. They kind of demonstrate that to us as well. Yeah. So I think they've set everything up for us. It's and it's an and it's an underdog story at its core, which which is an incredibly satisfying. Who was the actor? I did not recognise him. The really skinny English guy who was one of the baddies. Like I knew his face. He's in uh, Ghosts. He's one of the ghosts. Um, And and also the lead the lead from Ghosts is in this. And also, well, the um, I knew I knew him. And also, well, I'll tell you the other Ghosts connection is uh, Simon Farnaby, who played the zoo guard is the Tory ghost. Of course. And he's also the co-writer of this movie and Paddington 2. Right, because there were so um, many people that would pop up for a second in this film and I'm like, what And what he was also, from? here's another, it's like Six Degrees, this movie. He's also a Mighty Bush, Bush regular, along with um, Rich uh, Fulcher, who played the American comedian, who was the, oh, who wow. was the zookeeper. <laughs> this is another zoo reference in the Mighty Bush, which was also directed uh, I think all, all or most of it was directed by Paul Wow, King. okay. Can we talk um, and, for a second about And also, just like, sorry, can we just... Uh, go on, sorry. I want to talk about how the so fact excited. that Willy Wonka just goes around drugging everyone in the town. Like, that poor zookeeper's minding his own business. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So inappropriate. So drunk. He's, like, phoning people he shouldn't be phoning. And I was like, it's fine because it's, like, magic and it's a bit of fun. But I'm like, he's going around growing people's hair. He's but, making people fly. But actually, but actually, that was always a part of the Willy Wonka character. I mean, he brings five yeah. children into his incredibly dangerous <laughs> know, factory yeah. so and transforms their, their physical you know bodies and lives forever. This, this film is a really good example of like doing more than you expect from the plot. Because I thought when he finally opened the shop, I was like, oh, this is it. And then the shop is absolutely spectacular. And then the whole thing burns. Well, what, Oscar, what I, that's when I looked at Oscar. And when I tell you, he was like, he, he was, was like what's going on he could not believe that that had happened because I don't think he's ever seen such stakes against a character in a movie I know to all happened so quickly now can I can I say what I thought was a slight missed opportunity what? but it did make sense for the plot in that moment when that happens you know you see the, the, the man's hair turn blue and you're like uh oh I thought in my head and it all starts going wrong I thought oh this is the true origin story of Willy Wonka the man who who um, who focuses on innovation at all costs? I mean, it kind of is, and, and doesn't and doesn't think about the impact to human beings. And I was like, this is the imp- this is really interesting that they've done the true impact, and 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 uh, of his of his like ingenuity and re- casual disregard for human life. Yeah. Um, and ties perfectly into Willy Wonka and in, in the later movies. But no, it turns out he was like sabotaged by uh, Bleacher and uh, Scrub Scrubbit. Which I think was a missed opportunity. I would much. I think it's a more interesting character arc for him to realise that, you know, he's not quite ready. You know, he needs to do a bit more testing on his chocolate. Yeah, but he never gets the character arc though, because we see what happens to him later in the next movie. We can't have a cautious Willy leaving this movie. I guess. Well, that you've got a happy Willy leaving this movie, and he's n- l- later not happy. So well, yeah, but yeah, but that's different. That's like that. That's different than a realization that you need better quality yeah. control in your chocolate. Anyway, again, minor nitpick. Very minor. But the it, shop sequence was so beautiful. Oh my god, that's another one where I'm like, this and Barbie in the same year. Oh. Like whoever is building these these sets. Yeah, they're like wonderful. just give them 
loads of Oscars yeah, or whatever wonderful. the equivalent of set design work I is. I think we because need to wrap up because it's starting to rain a lot. I know I just want to keep talking about this movie. We have to end on one of the songs. Which has to be chocolate. Uh, which one? The the, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay, so we'll give you a bit of the song, however much we're allowed to use with fair usage rights. I don't think um, they'll be too cross at us because we've just given them an absolute <laughs> yeah, 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 review. Yeah. But you're allowed to. We let's ed- we've editorially reviewed and sung those songs. Yeah. So now you must sample it. <laughs> must like a sample of chocolate. Yeah. Um, but before we go, I guess yeah. I mean, just f- this feels like just an instant classic for me. I'll watch this every year. Um, yeah. And also, like Paul King, like he did the hat trick. Yeah, unbelievable. Like Paddington's one and two and this like absolute all-timers and and a perfect extension of his of his like magical realist eye which we saw from in the origins in the mighty bush and is like this is a a man who is so perfectly suited to creating wholesome family entertainment with character and i i I would confidently give him any i would as well any of our childhood memories on this very podcast i regret the slightly negative paddington review i did at the time paddington 2 I think I was just really tired, to be honest, I made a very small baby. And well, I was just wasn't feeling it. But on rewatch, I really like it. So and and also, I mean, look, that's the, that's the other thing about this podcast where we do instant reactions yeah. is that your your reactions to something can vary. Change. And cha- or your, your opinions of a film yeah. can change very over time. So, yeah. But to me, I love the Paddington movies, but this is next level. This is beyond, like completely beyond. Well, the mu- I think there's not a lot of... It's, it's a musical. There's no musical numbers if that, in them, if, if any, not that I can recall. Whereas this, so this is, yeah, him working with Neil Hannon, a perfect marriage. Like absolute up there with the Barbie soundtrack. Unbelievable. Yeah, right, I didn't gonna... think anything could yeah. top the Barbie soundtrack this year, but here we are. So anyway, look, um, thanks. sorry for the gush. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys also enjoyed it and checked it out and also interested to hear if you didn't enjoy it and why uh, email us the, the cinemile yeah tell us what's wrong with you <laughs> um, the cinemile at gmail.com or we're on Instagram and letterboxed at the cinemile and most of all if you want to give us a Christmas gift the greatest gift you can give the cinemile is to leave a five star review wherever you listen to podcasts Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever it is we greatly appreciate yeah, it it really helps us out um, and thank you very much for listening bye bye well there's chocolate and there's chocolate only one is makes your confidence skyrocket put your hand into your pocket get yourself some wonka chocolate madam just one kiss yes please you've never had chocolate like this Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.